Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You can always text in too on the Autoflex Leasing Fan Text 877-881-1053. Tons of reaction to the Hellman segment and lots of that movie talk. Youngblood, the great Mike Madonna, Rob Lowe. Hockey movie that all of our listeners love. Oh, first Young Blood with Stallone. <laughs> but uh, I love it whenever these co- and the Hanson brothers, obviously the crazy guys from Slapshot. But I love it when uh, our listeners chime into the show via the Autoflex leasing fan text. Keep it up, no doubt about it. And uh, hey, happy football, everybody! It's back NFL football yeah. tonight. Packers and Bears, and obviously we're hard charging towards a little Zeke and Dallas Cowboys football as they take on the Giants of New York. Uh, but we should turn our attention first to a little college footballing. Mm. So let's do that now, Shippy. Feel free to give us the college music, and let's talk about this. Let's start first with A&M at Clemson. Uh, Clemson, uh, number 11, Texas A&M, has, heads to Death Valley on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Clemson looking for its third straight win over the Aggies, including last year a surprising one where the Aggies kept it real close at just two points. It was 28-26 Clemson at the end of that one. A&M in this one, though, a 17-point underdog. You know what else is working against them, guys, is not only the fact that the game was close last year, not only the fact that it's at Clemson this year, but also the fact that their quarterback is coming off a somewhat mediocre performance by his standards, and he is a beast. So you don't want to get the beast the week after people are saying, ah, he didn't play so well last week. Yeah, no, it's very interesting, and uh, Kellen Mond is a guy, when you look at him, who is... For the eggs. You know, but I'm saying he's about three inches shorter than Trevor Lawrence and Clemson, who you were just talking about. And uh, one thing they were talking about is they are talking about... It was the defensive coordinator for Clemson, uh, Brent Venables, was talking about... He goes, Kellen Mond, when you stand by him, you go, God, he's huge. He goes, really? He goes, everyone talks about Trevor being big, and Trevor is big. It's six, Trevor 6'5"? Six, six, he might be 6'6". Six, six. Oh, my God. He goes, but you look at Kellen Mond, and he is huge. And Kellen Mond, when we watched him last year, he did seem a little wiry. Uh-huh. But he's put on a little bit of weight. So that's very interesting. He dumped 300 yards on him in the second half last year to kind of make that a game. I was surprised that the line was as big as it is. One of the lines I saw was 17. It's because of the travel. Yeah. Was yeah. Trevor Lawrence a true freshman last year? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so he's still growing. He's Dude's a sophomore, and he looked bad last week. Kavanaugh said he's the greatest quarterback prospect he's ever seen at that age. I said that about Josh Rosen, and then he got his shoulder jacked up by a bad offensive line. Uh, also, I mean? uh, a couple of little nuggets here for you. Clemson has won 19 consecutive regular season games, uh, non-conference games, dating back to 2014, 19 consecutive non-conference games. They've also won 11 consecutive games by at least 20 points, one shy of matching Alabama for the longest such streak since 1936. I just, look, I'm, uh, I've stated it many times. I've, I went to UT for a couple of years, so my allegiance is there. But I do feel bad for the Aggies when you just look at the first six weeks of their schedule and go, good God, it is so difficult to just put it together in the SEC. And even though they're in different conferences, Aggies and Longhorns are constantly comparing themselves to one another. And while the Johnny football thing was happening, UT was really sucking on a tailpipe. And there was a lot of 
boasting and, hey, we made the move to the SEC and you guys made fun of us. But it's really coming home to roost right now. Now, I think long term, I think, you know, A&M has a coach that will put it together and they'll they'll be right there in the SEC. But does, I would be shocked if the – not shocked. I think Aggie fans should be ecstatic, ecstatic if they're four and two six games in. Ecstatic. No, absolutely. And another thing that, that why they have a chance to be there is if Kellen Mond is taking a huge step and, like, really proving to be real. But Venables, the D.C. at Clemson, said that Kellen Mond's the best quarterback they'll play all year. Now, I would say it would probably be Tua in the championship game uh-huh. <laughs> for being super realistic, but I, that's pretty high praise, dude. I mean, Clemson, the ACC is not great or anything, but for, for him to say that, that's the best quarterback they'll play all year. Right. That's a pretty big deal. That'll that is be the pretty big deal. Game. Looking forward to it. Now, the A&M, we got audio. You going to hear that real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. The A&M uh, guard, Jared Hawker. Now, this is five days ago. Yep. But here he is talking about tomorrow's or Saturday's game against Clemson. Make them uh, ripe for uh, an upset? Oh, yes, it does. There will be an upset. You guaranteeing victory? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my ability and our team's ability. So. Okay, I would pretty like, confident. Is hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. He was put in the crosshairs by a media person, and he handled that very responsibly, in my opinion. That is a college kid that was called out on tape, Oh, you ready to say you're you're going with the upset? You ready to make the bold? Because we've talked about this. The bold upset proclamation has been diminished over the years. Everyone talks about Broadway Joe and talk about the thousands of others that were just slammed into the ditch. So he did. He just said what he was supposed to say. I don't. I don't think he did anything wrong. There yeah, personally. he he said he has confidence in his own ability and in his teammates. Yeah. What's he supposed to say? Well, I'm probably going to get dominated a little, right. and my teammates suck. But, yeah, we're going to win. He didn't guarantee victory. He just said, oh, we're, we're, we're coming for it. Yeah. We're ready. Hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, you mentioned allegiances in this. I, I come from a family with Longhorns. Like, I couldn't get into Texas, though, as you know, Skin. I had to go to Texas Tech for a little bit, finish at North Texas. They're always the national champions. I don't have a dog in the hunt here, and uh, but I guess I kind of lean towards Texas because of my family. But they sold me a bill of lies. I'm not sure if that's uh, the right way to say that. But they sold me some lies because I got love for the Aggie. I got a lot of friends who went to A&M, and they're not as bad as I was led to believe. No, they're bad. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's uh, I got conflict as well because I was raised an Aggie. Because my grandfather was an Aggie. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a small side of the family. And then my older cousin went to Dana. But once my sister went to UT, I was like, oh, we can do that. Floodgates open. Yeah. Uh, my, my grandfather used to say, yeah, you drive to Austin. It's nothing but hippies on the lawn smoking marijuana. You know, it was that whole. <laughs> was, he, was, he, was he thinking it back towards Nam? I guess so. He more, more of a World War II guy, but uh-huh. it's that whole mentality. There you go. Well, it's, it's an interesting thing this weekend, though, because A&M should want LSU to beat Texas. I mean, they, they should want Texas to beat LSU to get rid of them in uh, the same uh, conference. And Texas should absolutely want A&M to go beat Clemson. Because if you have national title hopes, aspirations, Texas, then you need Clemson to lose a game somewhere. Well, this could be one of them. Texas right. just happy not to start off the season with a loss like they normally do. And now uh, LSU at Texas, a huge game. Texas is home, but they're still – four-point underdogs, and I know they've had a lot of injuries at the running back position. Their starter's okay, but they had a five-star true freshman, I think. That guy got banged up. Their other backup got banged up, and now they're having to switch guys over from different positions, and 
turn them into last-second running backs. And it's tough because LSU has a pretty suffocating defense, homie. Yeah, the details on the, the Longhorns running back situation is more extreme than I thought. So their guy, their starter is Keontae Ingram now, but their backup, or the other guy that, they, that got hurt, it was Jordan Whittington. Yeah. Now, he tore the adductor off of his pubis symphysis. Sir, you can't say that. So, guys, so he had a waxing? So they call it, it's kind of like a sports hernia, but I dug in a little bit deeper. Oh. And, man, the pubic symphysis is so uncomfortably close to the genitals yeah. that I just fear for that kid's future. Pubic they say he's only going to miss six weeks or so, but I, I fear for that kid. No one should... No one should tear their adductor off of their pubic area. Is pubic synthesis like a transgendered no, situation? Symphysis. Oh. Symphysis. Okay. So here's what happened, though. The so their backup quarterback, the one of their backup quarterbacks, Roshan Johnson, is going. Yes. But he had a big stomach virus last week. So he was he was being quarantined for a few days. So they also so they lost Kirk Johnson. He was a senior, and he had a sprained shoulder. They lost junior Daniel Young to a left high ankle sprain. Another guy that they were supposed to have was a scholarship running back named Darian Brown. He's not around with them right now because he had a stroke before he enrolled. Ugh. Their running back, Keontae Ingram, is the next to go down, and it's going to be gruesome. We've got a pubic injury. Uh-huh. we got a guy having a stroke. This is Dude, actually this is, this is very this feels very cursy. Well then this know? is a perfect time to play the audio clip that we have for this game, boys, because that would put a lot of emphasis on Ellinger uh, to step up and, and be the beast that he is. Let's play that, Chippy. What do we have here? This is a member of LSU's defense weighing in on Ellinger. Did you think uh, you would eventually see Sam again like this? Uh, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I saw it on the schedule as a recruit. Uh, I'm glad that we get to go against him again. I don't really find him too much as a threat. I mean, not not taking a shot at him, but he more he more he uses his legs more than his arms. So just like just like high school, he can he, he has a decent arm, on him, but it's more about his legs. I'm not taking a shot at him, but. A- <laughs> I mean, that's taking a shot at him. It's taking a shot. Now, they played against each other in the state championship game in the state of Texas, so that's where that comes from. But, you know, if the running back situation is dire, uh, Ellinger, obviously, he's that, that dude's right. Ellinger runs the ball a lot, but he's going to have to make plays with his arm. He absolutely has to. Texas threw it 43 times uh, last week and ran it 30 times. He's going to have to throw it a bunch yeah. because it's on him. Guys, I believe we might have some breaking news. Let's go now to Jonathan Shippy Shipman, who's standing by. This is brought to you by the Radio.com Sports app and Indeed.com. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Shipping. Yeah, guys, this breaking news from Adam Schefter. It says the next chapter, Antonio Brown and GM Mike Mayock got into it Wednesday, and the team is now planning to suspend its star-wide receiver. Oh! Suck it to everybody who drafted Antonio <laughs> Brown. I, you know, I, 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 want, I thought of, uh, I was thinking about this. I was like, man... I should have drafted Antonio Brown. I was probably too worried about him being a psycho head case. I was worried about the feet, but Jared but now, did it in our league. I'm playing him. Well, <laughs> that's bold. That's why you listen to the yeah. fantasy fun <laughs> cast with Shippy and KT. Is yeah. this still a part of the breaking news? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jared. Jared's. Jared's hating life right now. I just. I the, the level of dysfunction of being a team that traded away their best player and traded away a number one receiver for draft picks to then turn around and trade for the biggest head case in the sport, a guy who was openly, openly defying a Super Bowl contending team in Pittsburgh on a regular basis to turn around and trade for that. I'm sorry. 
You but, wear that, Mayock. Hey, you wear I, that. Having said that, if they have a fire sale, I'm more than happy to take him on. I'm more than happy to – hey, the Cowboys are going for it right now. Dude, if you had Amari Cooper and Antonio Brown, Gallup's your number three. Well, you, well, here's the deal on that. At least if you were to do that, Oakland would be eating all the signing bonus and you would just have to deal with base pay. So it's real easy to walk away from. But I don't know, man. That May- guy. Mayock doesn't have it for, for this. Like, I don't think he's – Gonna the temperament for this job, dude. You can't find a guy. You, they should like, watch. Jerry and Stephen could have found Zeke. They were never yes. gonna do that. You should not have found Antonio Brown. If you're gonna trade for him, you know what you're trading for. Right. Yeah. Do not find the guy and try to salvage it. You're either trying to win games or you're not. And this sends the tone of I'm not yeah. trying to win games because I'm gonna like, mess with this fragile person right now. I'm just gonna mess with him and find him, yeah. and then I'm gonna bow up and get into it and then suspend him. It's cool, dude. The dude Mayock. Mayock doesn't need to have that job. It's like saying, uh, hey, we brought in this uh, heavy metal band to stay at our hotel, and I'll be damned. They wrecked the room a little bit. We're disgusted. We're going to suspend them for the concert. It's like, wait, you, you, you should know what you were getting. Everyone in the world knew this was a dysfunctional individual. You're going to fine him, and you think that's going to go over well? Oh, my God. Some punitive fines. Now he's uh, now he's going to get in line. I, Once you find him, I'm sure he's going to be okay with that. But why ever require him? Yeah. Why why were the Ra- so the Raiders did all of that to try to see if they could secure eight and eight this year with Antonio Brown on their team? This does not make sense to me. It's it's, I mean it's a it's a more extreme version of what the Texans did, and the Texans had a reason because they have a coach that's pretending to be a GM that's just trying to keep his job. But guess what? If the Texans don't win their division this year and go deep into the playoffs, they have gutted themselves for this year, for this year, by trading two first and a second. Oakland did the right thing. We're going to, all right, you know what? We've got these players. We're not ready to win. Let's get rid of these great players we have in stockpile draft picks. Oh, wait, but let's bring in the 30-year-old malcontent and pay him a lot of money. But I know why. I know why they did. It's It's because they're moving into a new stadium, right? New market. They need excitement. Uh, he is still one of the most exciting players in the entire league. You absolutely cannot cover him. So I get the appeal. I mean, I wouldn't have had any interest in Raiders games, but now I am interested in Raiders games for that yeah. one player only. And if they do get rid of him, I won't give a damn about watching a single play of Raider football. Yeah, uh, you're not in on Dave Carr? Okay, no one calls him Dave, first <laughs> of all. Okay, no one calls him Dave. I'm going to be watching uh, a lot of Raiders I, I just Dave think- Carr. That's such a horrible way to handle that guy. I mean, yes. it's not the 19. Why would you want that guy? If you're the Raiders, why do you want that guy? For ratings. Why do you want the NFL Network guy to be your GM? Great point. He's yeah, right. He played in the league. He's a football guy. I'm not taking shots you, at him, but you I, have right. to have the temperament for that job. I think you bring him in if you're if you think you can win. I don't think the Raiders can win. I think they just wanted ratings. Coming up next, we've Zoo got West some Virginia Lonzo Ball. To shut up, Shippy. We'll see if next. they can bounce back. Shut up, <laughs> we'll see if they can bounce back. Yeah, well, they lost We're Wyoming, We're four minutes man. late right now, and this is what you have. What's next? Lonzo Ball. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.